You're listening to the Growth Experts Podcast. So if you're looking to 10X your business by learning proven growth strategies, you're in the right place. During my interviews with top CEOs, entrepreneurs, and marketers, I dig deep to uncover the real strategies, hacks, and tools to help you achieve your goals. And I'm your host, Dennis Brown. Hey, everybody. If you're interested in learning how to leverage LinkedIn for your business, this episode is sponsored by my book, The Seven Habits of Highly Successful LinkedIn Users. To get your free copy, just send a text to 44222 with the word seven habits. That's the number seven habits to 44222. Now let's get on with the show. Hey, welcome back, everybody. And today we have yet another amazing guest. His name is Brandon Vaughn. Brandon is the CEO of Automate, Grow, Sell, where he helps small business owners systematize and scale their companies through personalized mentorship and training programs. Brandon took over his father's business and grew it from about $8,000 a month to over $450,000 a month and then sold that business and has now started a new venture where he's growing like you know, like wildfire. So he's going to share with us a little bit about that today. But before we dig into that, welcome to the show, Brandon. Hey, thanks, Dennis. Glad to be here. Yeah. Thank you for coming. You have a really interesting story, right? So (laughs) it's pretty cool. I'm excited. And I think the audience is going to enjoy this. But the big value that the audience is going to get today is we're going to talk about, you know, not only how, you know, a little bit about how you help grow your father's business and do all that, which is really interesting and exciting, but more importantly, how you have this new business that is growing like wildfire. I mean, you went from basically a few hundred thousand dollars a year from a business that you just bought to what's going to be over $2 million in 2019. And you did it in a way that typically most people would not consider scalable, right? To that level. So mm. I'm excited to dig into that. But before we do, tell us a little bit of that backstory. Tell us about your father's business, kind of how you came into that and take a minute or two, and then we're going to dig right in. Okay, sure. So my dad, he's been a owner-operator window cleaner for 33 years. Started a company, All Clean Window Service, in 1978. Was the owner-operator, you know, pretty much that entire time. His business only did about, you know, eight thousand dollars a month, which for him was totally fine. But he had a bus factor of one, which meant that if you know if he got hit by a bus, figuratively or literally, the business was just kind of over. And in 2011, that's that's kind of what happened. He didn't wasn't actually hit by a literal bus, but he had a, was diagnosed with heart disease, so was told he couldn't work physically anymore. So I had worked off and on with my dad as a window cleaner for, you know, for several years since I was 14. Had done a few other things, failed a construction company, you know, a little footnote there. But in 2011, or 2012, actually, I bought the business for my dad so that he could retire and then just, you know, said, oh, we need to grow this thing. If it's going to support my mom and dad and also support my family, we need to grow in a big way. And that's what kind of set my journey with all clean and kind of growing and scale in that company. Yeah, that's awesome. It's really cool. You mentioned that bus factor, right? How many hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of business owners fit into that category, right? They walk across (laughs) the street, they get hit by a bus and literally that minute, the business is now closed. Yeah, it's true. Absolutely. And from time to time, I'm always having to do kind of a self-assessment of myself and making sure that I'm not the linchpin in my company, you know, to where if something happened to me, the business wouldn't be able to function or wouldn't be able to grow. And that's what kind of led me down this whole journey of really focusing on systemizing and, you know, creating redundancies, as nerdy as that sound, 
creating training systems so that, you know, anyone in my company could be replaceable, quote unquote, and the business would be able to, you know, still function if something disastrous was to happen. Awesome. Well, after taking that business over from your father and growing it to over 450000 a month, I think you said you sold that business this past year, right? And last fall? I did. Yes. Yeah, I did. It was a pretty huge win. While we were growing the business, you know, just through the process of growing that quickly, we were doubling, sometimes tripling year over year. And it was stressful. There was a lot of things, you know, I didn't know what I didn't know. I had no business experience really that was, you know, successful before this. So there was a huge learning curve involved with that. And so as we started to kind of scale and grow, I made a promise to my wife during a really especially stressful year that, hey, I want to grow this business within five years and we're going to sell it. And three years went by and the opportunity came up from an unsolicited person. It just was the right fit at the right time and perfect opportunity to kind of exit that pretty seamlessly. Love it. Perfect. Well, I love it when a plan comes together. And, you know, we're going to talk a little bit more about the next step you took because rather than, you know, going on a six month hiatus and vacation and, you know, and buying a brand new Mercedes and and traveling all (laughs) over and doing the things that a lot of people do when they cash out on their first business. You decided to double down on your next business. So you purchased another business that was a smaller business, and now you're ramping that up. Tell us a little bit about that business. Give us a one-minute insight into that, and then we're going to talk about how you grew it. So yeah, I mean, honestly, the reason why I decided to kind of take a look at this is my friend's company. company was called Automate Grow Sell. He also had an exterior cleaning company, window cleaning company that he scaled. He sold the business. He moved to Costa Rica. And what he had done is he had really systemized and has helped thousands of people, you know, kind of figure out how to get that clarity in their company of how to be able to grow, automate their business, and then eventually, you know, have a sellable asset. And we did an event together. It was life changing for me. It was life changing for a lot of the attendees to the point where I said, you know what? I think this is really what I want to do for the rest of my life. And you know, the opportunity kind of presented itself and, you know, ended up taking over that business. And, he mostly had you know just done you know some digital courses and kind of sold some things along those lines but i saw a really huge need for kind of all of my struggles that i went through not only on the systems side of things but on you know making sure that the accountability component was kind of built into that as well so i saw kind of an opportunity in our industry that was really underserved and saw how those two things could kind of fit together awesome okay cool All right. So you took the business over and it was doing a few hundred thousand. That was last fall, like November, you know, October, November, December timeline, right? Yep. And since then, you've really ratcheted it up. And, you know, what I'd like you to do, and I think where the audience can get immense value, you know, and can hopefully take some notes real quick, is on how you grew that from a few hundred thousand to what will now do over 2 million in 2019, because that's a very rapid growth you know, curve for someone who's just jumping into a brand new business. So could you unpack that strategy, how you did that, you know, how you uncovered it a little bit of, and then the steps of how, you know, some of my audience might be able to do something similar for their own business. Sure. You know, honestly, I kind of stepped into it a little bit on accident. And I know that sounds really cliche to say that, but you know, this is kind of a new experience for me. A lot of these things are newer experiences for me, but the way it all kind of got started was when I had my cleaning company, I felt the pains first and foremost in my own business. I was constantly Googling like business systems and automation and trying to figure things out on my own. And so what I did was I decided that I really wanted to kind of, you know, be known as someone who raised our industry up, 
uh, volunteered my time to speak at different industry events and associations and kind of developed a little bit of a following. I'm certainly no A-list celebrity, more like a, a D-minus celebrity. But you know, in our industry, I focused on you know, just providing value to other business owners just because I, I was very familiar with the struggles and I just wanted to, to help and pay it forward because I had a lot of mentors you know, that helped me in my journey as an entrepreneur as well. So because I kind of made that my primary focus, I actually started a little video series called Happy System Saturday where I made these really off the cuff, holding the phone out, you know, three feet in front of my face with a, a gimbal and sometimes not even a gimbal, really shaky video, imperfect quality. And just started sharing business systems that I was using in my own business and how it made such a big impact in my company. And as I kept doing this and kept kind of progressing, something started happening to where I would literally get, you know, 30 messages a day from business owners that you know, first and foremost, we're just thanking me for sharing, you know, sharing knowledge. And then secondly, we're asking about like, you know, hey, do you do any kind of coaching? Could I get access to that, you know, document? Could I get access to that system? And so over that, you know, that time period, I started to realize just how many people were in the exact same spot as I was, you know, with my business where you're really good at like knowing how to do the thing, especially in the home services space, but you don't know how to do all of the actual owning the business and running and growing a business side of things. So that's kind of how I developed, you know, a following, you know, that, that ended up starting to turn itself into a way that I could provide extra value to them. Gotcha. Okay. So it was organic Facebook. You did this all from your personal profile, correct? Yeah. Yep. And you did a weekly video series. How long were the videos typically? Five to 10 minutes. Five I to think, 10 minutes no. long. Yeah. You mm-hmm. would focus in each week, you would focus in on a different system of some sort that you would use to help grow your business. And, you know, and then you would kind of dive into that and tell them the benefits and show them how to do it. Is that what you did? Exactly. Okay, yep. cool. And then you got a ton of engagement. You started getting a lot of engagement, you know, within those videos, within the video series, but more importantly, you had a lot of people reaching out to you. And so you were able to build that following. So how did you convert those people? that had questions, because this is always the hard part for people, right? I think that people, it's not uncommon for people to get engagement when they have good content. And let's assume that that a business owner has good information to share. I think where they stumble is pivoting that conversation into more of a sales conversation where they have to, at some point, sell them something, right? Or where even when somebody's asking for information about that, that getting that level of comfort of doing it at the right time in the right way, because of course, there's always a right way and a wrong way, right? To introduce some sort of an offer. So how did you navigate that? How did you convert, pivot from just giving value into that sales conversation, which led to, to you know, the, the size, the type of growth that you're doing? Because if you told me you built a hundred thousand person following, I'd be like, oh, that's cool. But you didn't just build a big following. You built a lot of revenue behind it. So there's a difference there. Do you get my point? Yeah, absolutely. So I think I'll first I'll kind of take the conversation maybe in a way that's diverting a tiny bit, but not much. When I think there's an important concept that I had to kind of overcome, which was a self-limiting belief with regards to monetizing help. And this is something that I think, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs who are, you know, doing either digital products or some kind of courses or framework could struggle with as well. I know I struggled with this in the beginning. I was doing so much free coaching, free advice. So what was happening at the beginning is people were asking me questions. I get 30 messages a day and I reply to all of them. I would go in and I would like, you know, it would open up in the course. You get the people that, you know, they ask one question, you answer it. Then they ask 10 more questions, you answer them. And then they ask, you know, and they start sending you 
Facebook, you know, videos and questions on like the basic, most basic stuff. And I realized really quickly that two things were happening. The first thing was that the people who are getting the free advice, I would notice they would start asking me the same questions over and over again over a period of time. They weren't actually executing on things. So one of the things that I realized was when people pay, they pay attention. And when there's something that's actually there, you know, what you'll oftentimes find is that, you know, your biggest impact to people can actually be when you offer some kind of skin in the game to them that holds them accountable to actually execute on things. So that was kind of like a mindset shift that I had to have. And, you know, in talking to, you know, my friend and business partner, Josh, he was saying, you know, dude, you need to have a pivot. You have to be able to have some kind of an offer to help these people because you have to be able to serve them at the highest level. And you going through and skimming through messages and taking 30 seconds a minute randomly out of your day to do this is not serving them at a high level. You need to extract that information out of your brain and make it accessible and then make it painful enough, quote unquote, so that if they buy it, they will actually watch it and actually execute on it. It's not like they have nothing to lose if they get something for free and then it just sits in there. Because we were noticing that you know when people would have our free courses, they would get them or they even are inexpensive courses, they'd buy them and they just sit there and they wouldn't really do anything with it. So it kind of led me to really map out exactly what giving and serving them at the highest value with the greatest amount of impact would look like. And it led us to the creation of the Conquer program. Okay. So let's peel the onion back on that a little bit. You come up with, you came up with this Conquer program, which was the offer, which is the system that you now offer all of your clients and your members, right? Can you kind of talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So, you know, first it started off with me kind of beta testing this just to kind of see what the impact was like and, you know, testing it out. So I took a handful of people, kind of ran them through the program, you know, and started seeing really huge impact. So what we decided to do was, you know, get people together in groups of four businesses that were all similar stage, you know, where they're at, because we wanted to have that kind of collaboration, that community aspect of it, and then lay them out a really clear roadmap, but then have weekly calls that were just purely focused only on accountability, you know, making sure that they were actually executing on the things that was going to get them to that next point, not just, you know, this self-study course and that's just it. So I realized really quickly, especially beta testing it, that I had a capacity (laughs) that would quickly get full. There's only so many clients that I could take in that fashion. So I created, you know, this concept. I reached out to a bunch of other entrepreneurs and service company owners that I really had a great deal of respect for. And uh, pitch them the idea to become, you know, a Conquer certified coach in the framework, and that we'd provide all the back end coaching support, and all they'd have to do is just show up and do the calls and make this work. And we launched that at the end of October, you know, to our new tribe of people. And then, you know, right around January is when we actually started up with the program. And we had a room full of sixty people, and we pitched the program to them, and you know, at an actual in person event, pitched the program to them, and we had fifty six of them sign up on the spot out of 60 in the room. And so we knew that we had a really, really good, solid, impactful thing. And, you know, since people have started with the program, you know, they've seen an average of 60% growth year over year. So it's actually working very, very well. And from then it just became, you know, finalizing because I'm new to funnels. I'm new to this whole arena. So it's the only thing I know how to do is just to try to give as much value as humanly possible to people. And that's always kind of been my mantra that if I can give enough value to people so massively over deliver to them, the ask doesn't even become a thing. You know, success just happens. And that's always kind of how I've, you know, had is my philosophy with that. So the foundation of this whole Conquer program is one, 
you share a lot of these systems that these service providers can leverage, right? So you, sh- I'm sure some, a lot of it's online, right? Where they, they can take a course or they can download these documents or these trainings. Yep. Is that accurate, right? With all these different systems that drive a successful small business, right? Yeah. And then the other side of it was the accountability piece, right? Where they, where those people now check in once a week on the accountability, because we all know that you know, good and paid, good intentions pave the way to hell, right? We all say we have these big to do lists, and we're all <laughs> gonna, right. and we're all gonna get, we're all gonna, you know, crush it this week, and then all of a sudden it's Thursday, and we've gotten nothing done, right? Or we're, yeah. or we're halfway through. So that accountability piece was a big part of it, and and I love that because I think you know that's one of the issues with with selling an online course, right? I've had online mm-hmm. courses. I had my first online course like a decade ago. Okay. I mean, Mm -hmm. literally a decade, I think it was 2009. So nine or 10 years ago that I had that course. And what I've come to realize is that exactly what you saw, if it's a lower end course, let's say it's a hundred or 200, even 500 bucks. A lot of people that buy the course, you know, they don't even take the course, right? They don't even, they don't even go get through the first chapter. And if they get through the first module and very few people will finish it for whatever reason, because they just don't have enough skin in the game. And they don't have that next step. So I think the combination of the skin in the game that you that mental breakthrough that you made there, along with that accountability piece, I think that's really the kind of the secret sauce. Do you agree? I agree hundred percent. You know, the hard part when you're an entrepreneur and you're a business owner and you're quote unquote the boss, the problem with that is you're the boss. So, I mean, when you were an employee working for somebody else, if your boss came and said, dude, you got to get this thing done. Here's the deadline. Here's the date. I need to see this on my desk by such and such date. Like that's a lot of pressure and to execute. But when you're your own business owner and, you know, I have severe ADHD and have struggled with it my whole life. And it's very easy for me to get distracted with things. And I've had to build so many systems to kind of curb that. And first and foremost, I've realized that I really have to have accountability partners in a major way. You know, mentors that I respect enough to where I remember the first business coach that I had, uh, she told me straight up, she goes, Brandon, if you're coming in week after week and you're not executing on things, like I'm firing you as a client. That's it. It's going to be over. And when she would tell me I'd have to come back in the next week with this homework or whatever done, you know, and I was meeting with her on Wednesday morning, guess when I was finishing it? I was finishing on Tuesday evening. Yeah, at midnight. Um, right. Because <laughs> you know, I had that pain point. And the funny thing is, is that you know, even with our Conquer program, we're noticing that you know, all the entrepreneurs in our programs and CEOs in our program, this is not an isolated problem that entrepreneurs have. This is a very, very real problem. Until you realize that that's a weakness of yours and you spend time to invest in the support that you need to be able to hold yourself accountable, I really feel like you... There's a lot of people that will never really fully understand their true potential until someone holds their hand over the flame and says, dude, you're going to execute on this thing and you're going to do it by next week. Love it. Love it. Perfect. Okay. Well, listen, is there anything else you want to add about you know, how you were able to rapidly scale this business in a very short period of time from a few hundred thousand to what's going to be over 2 million this year? I mean, is there any other, what's something that I should be asking? Or is there another nugget you want to share before we dive into a couple more questions and wrap it up? You know, I'd say that, you know, the number one component of how I feel that Automate Grossell has kind of seen the success that it's seen so far this year has just been purely our focus on just giving value. I mean, we have not been focusing on, okay, well, how do we get as, you know, the average cart value of this and the average cart value of that up and, you know, conversion rates, which we probably at some point are going to have to figure out some of that stuff, but purely 
in honestly, the only thing that we've been focusing on is how can we just provide so much insane value to people and provide them, you know, not just value, but understanding that the value they're getting are actually executing on those things. You know, if you focus on that first, I think, I honestly do think that it's very, very difficult to fail, you know, with that part, unless you massively screw something up on, you know, some of the system side of things. I think that that's just got to be the first and foremost thing that you focus on. Love it. Okay, great. Well, listen, two more questions and then we're going to wrap it up for today. You know, in your business, right, today, what's your favorite growth tool or software? Some sort of a software. You're a systems guy, so I know there's a bunch of software intertwined in here somewhere. <laughs> so what's your favorite software or a growth tool that you're using to grow your business? Well, I'm still learning a lot. Again, this is all kind of new to me, you know, in this type of space. But I've become a huge Infusionsoft geek and understanding the power of that platform as well as in conjunction, you know, of course, with ClickFunnels and, you know, those types of things. You know, the automation, the more things that you can automate, the better your customer experience is going to be. You know, really clear communication, putting those things together, kind of designing from the beginning to the end what the customer experience is going to look like and automating as much of that as possible so that something happens to you, it's they still get that email. Those have been really, really huge and impactful for us is, you know, in designing those things out. And I'm still kind of learning a lot of these things as well, but those have been huge for us. Perfect. All right. Awesome. And what would be one book that you would recommend to the audience? Maybe something that helped you along your journey or you just think would really have an impact on the audience? I'm a huge fan of the book Traction, EOS method, especially when it comes to systemizing. I kind of started my entrepreneur journey uh, with the E-Myth book by Michael Gerber, which I'm sure most people have read, you know, by this point. But Traction to me was kind of like the the how-to guide on implementing those systems and putting those processes in place, especially now that I have a team of, you know, these seven and eight-figure executives and, you know, team members, you know, that are coming aboard our team, making sure that you manage at a very, very high level is quite a bit different than managing a service company with you know, a lot of technicians out in the field. So that book was very eye-opening to me as well. And I love that read. Awesome. Well, listen, Brendan, I'll make sure that we put that in the show notes. Let everybody know how they can connect with you, learn more about your Conquer system and your business, and we'll wrap it up for today. Yeah, absolutely. Hit me up on Facebook. Look me up on Facebook. I use Facebook purely and only for a work. I don't post too much of my own personal stuff there, but that's how I stay connected. Facebook Messenger, I'm always available uh, via that. And then if you go over to agsconquer.com slash growth experts, we'll have a dedicated page there with some you know free resources for any of your listeners that want to check out. One of our coolest resources we have is called the, uh, the Small Business Snapshot Report. It's just a fantastic tool to just kind of look at your four departments in your company and kind of figure out where your blind spots are in some of your systems and how to execute on those things a little bit better, especially if you are a service-based company and would like to systemize your business a little bit more. Love it. Perfect. Well, listen, we will make sure we put those links in the show notes. I really appreciate you being here. It's been awesome. I'm sure we'll chat again soon. So we're going to wrap it up for today. My pleasure, Dennis. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Brandon. Listeners, I want to thank you for tuning in. I truly appreciate your time. If you're enjoying the podcast, then do me a huge favor. Click the subscribe button now and please leave me a review. It would mean a lot to me.